What happens when this goes down? What happens? Are you prepared for this? We're going to talk about the big outage today. This is the Truth Hurts where we expose corrupt politicians and the lying corporate media. We're broadcasting live from Roseville, Minnesota in the belly of the beast. Why do you care about Minnesota politics? Well, let's just put it this way. The corrupt Democrat Party has taken over our state government, and we're not a blue state. I mean, people think, oh, because they don't vote in a Republican for presidential elections that we're a blue state. We're not a blue state. We're a purple, maybe even slightly red state. So the Democrats came and took over Minnesota. It should be a concern to everyone. So we'll get into the stories of what they're going to do here with lead ammunition. This mm-hmm. is a crazy bill. Some other things here. Nikki Haley's in town. Yep. Um, joining me today is Mega Jesse. How are you doing there, buddy? Doing good. Yeah, we got a lot of good stories to get into from this AT&T network going down to a potential Chinese cyber attack. We've seen uh, pharmacies hit with a, another cyber attack. Uh, like you said, Nikki uh, Haley, Nimrata Haley in Minnesota, and the Democrats want to now ban lead ammo. So uh, it's just one thing after another. They always find a new thing to regulate. Jesse, we'll be reading your comments. If you want to interrupt us anytime, hit a rumble rant, which you can again on your phone, I believe. I think everyone is back up, but we're going to talk about why this might have happened. Uh, the person behind the uh, cyber attack, of course, was Deep State Dawson. How are you doing there, buddy? I'm doing good. My attack went flawlessly. AT&T is now getting so much negative press that, uh, yeah, it's putting up Google numbers. I like it. Yeah, we don't believe for <laughs> a second it's China. It's it's the Deep State. That's who's doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's that? What was that? You flexing on, on camera here? Yeah. I'm talking, and you <laughs> keep the camera on you so you can flex? What kind of show my, is going on here? My flex is being able to take down AT&T servers. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, you know, I've noticed you're wearing a blue tank top, by the way. You got your yes. you got your AT&T colors on. Darn straight. Um, make sure you like and uh, hit subscribe if you're watching this show as well. I'm forgetting some. Oh, advertisers. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, gee, first time here. Thank you to Alpine Cabinetry in St. Cloud, Minnesota, for sponsoring this show. And also our wonderful sponsor and real estate agent, if you need a good real estate agent. I'm going to tell you firsthand, great agent for myself. Got us in the right home. Uh, give Warren Wessel a call, which you can do now. And I think Warren could take your calls because Cellular Technology is back up. <laughs> 612-419-7453. A lot of people probably trying to call Warren Wessel this morning, and he couldn't take the calls when mm-hmm. AT&T's uh, network went down. You can call him now, 612-419-745. That's Warren Wessel of Warren Wessel Realty. Uh, T-Wall, hello to you, and hello to Alley Cat. I see you guys Yep, in the I'm seeing uh, Tucker, Hate Minnesota, Odd One, Brad Ganser, Alley Cat, and T-Wall for life all in the chat here. So, yeah, thanks for thanks for being here, guys. Well, so what happens here, Dustin? Do I just, like, find the earliest comments? Am I, like, there's way behind on this? There's uh, about four comments above that. So Which means, just, uh, which, what does that mean? Are these... Those earlier? Those are the most recent. Those are most recent. Okay, that's probably what matters the most. Probably should know this on my own show. Okay, (laughs) so uh, I don't know about you guys. All right, I start out the day, and uh, my phone says SOS on it. And this is in the 5 o'clock hour, okay? I just assume something temporarily is down, right? Um, I go. Did I go to the gym before investigating? I think I went to the gym. I don't think I investigated beforehand. And quite frankly, it just didn't really come to my attention mm-hmm. that anything was going on, uh, you know, missing a call or anything like that to and from the gym. And uh, and then I start getting the information that this isn't just me. Okay. 
So my phone literally SOS mode, as you know, the cell tower, which I think just means, what does that mean, Dawson? You can just, you can call 911. Is that what it means? Yeah. Which I don't know if you could, I could even do that, right? All right. So uh, it goes down and uh, in some news outlets are reporting, this is nationwide and it's all the carriers. We now know that it was basically just AT&T's network. The other carriers like Cricket, which I think is a subsidiary of AT&T, mm-hmm. and then in spots where Verizon or T-Mobile need to get on board, they can. Uh, they were having those problems. And you, I want you to monitor this uh, comment section because I'm curious mm-hmm. what people are seeing themselves uh, as well. So we put on Twitter, we were getting reports. Uh, I know a lot of people in the West Metro of the Twin Cities, AT&T mobile hotspots, 5G phones, no issues. Mm-hmm. We got Tucker. I think Tucker from Southern Minnesota said that he was down today. Um, and I'm over in the East Metro. So it seems bizarre. It's very spotty. Pull up that map, Dawson. This is the map of the United States and where the major outages were reported. So you can see it's pretty widespread. Um, Montana and Idaho, I guess uh, no one was up yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was going on in Idaho there, Jesse? Yeah, I don't know. And, and for what it's worth, I guess uh, Nebraska and South Dakota too. Right? Mm-hmm. Brad Brad Ganser says solar flares can not only create shifting climates, it can take out cellular networks. So let's mm-hmm. go right here. This is a story. Um, I have no idea what local outfit this was. Um, not Twin Cities outfit, outfit uh, outlet, but uh, was for weather worn. Uh, was it? I don't even know the the, the station. Mm-hmm. If, CBS if, four, I don't know what is it. That that's pretty cool. If that's like Channel four or whatever local news. Well, it's not our one. local news. It's not Channel four, which would be CBS. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, go ahead and play that there, Dawson. Morning, Oklahoma. Maybe you're looking at your phone and it's saying SOS. What's going on? My husband had that this morning and he's freaking out. And I was like, Did you did you do your phone updates? No, this is all happening at three a.m. So we did that. Coming to work. He's not the only one, guys. If you're experiencing that, it may be a result of space weather, okay? I'm gonna do my best to explain what's going on. Let's go ahead and take a look. So there was a strong solar flare event that happened just after midnight, and they actually captured an image of it right here, okay? I had to look up this scale. I wish I knew everything about space weather. That's a whole different specialty. But R3, that's for radio communications. It's on a scale of one to five, and three is, pretty bad. That means it impacts radio communications for a few hours after this happens. And so right now that could be impacting some of our technology. And sadly, we're entering a solar maximum where we're going to see more and more solar storms, solar flares. And it's never happened in this time of human history where we're relying on technology like we have never before. So interesting time hopefully they'll fix it but the good news is at least when you're on wi-fi you should be able to still text and call people right but there is an effect on radio it peaked right after midnight and there you go a flare is an eruption of energy you have the electromagnetic wave shooting towards the earth at the speed of light so it's almost immediate impact on the light side of earth where the sun lights up and so there you have it We'll see. The ionosphere is protecting us from all this stuff, but it can interrupt radio communications. Okay, so mm-hmm. possibly a solar flare, which would wreak havoc on our electrical um, infrastructure. A big solar flare could wipe us completely out. Similar uh, 
a, like a nuclear bomb up in the atmosphere would have a similar impact on us. Oh. I, mm-hmm. What's that? Uh, I, I was looking up wherever that's from, and that's from Oklahoma. Yeah, she said that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the comment section here? I want to get uh, reports from our audience here. Yeah, I'm seeing MT Anderson. One said, my phone never lost service, and I happened to be at uh, in Minnesota at a hotel in Shoreview. You're in Minnesota uh, right now? Jeez, Mark. Let's see. I Brag- always assume he's down in Florida when the – well, actually, the weather's nice up here again. Mm-hmm. Yep, and uh, Brad Ganser's uh, solar flares can not only create shifting climates, it can take out cellular networks. Give me give – me, yeah, I know. Uh, but Billy22 yeah, says me, northwest yeah. Minnesota. I lost cell service this morning. Backup now, AT&T. Okay, so northwest uh, Minnesota. So Allie Cat says – I assume when you say northwest Minnesota, you're, you're talking about, like, Bemidji – in north or at least Brainerd in north and northwest maybe Detroit Lakes or Thief River Falls Heck yeah mm-hmm. uh, and let's see Alley Cat 62 says I'm in Coon Rapids my phone was fine uh, Razzle Dazzle says test by Chinese uh, let's see and um, JM Teddy says no phone trouble MTKA yeah, and isn't and I would really be curious oh East Grand Forks so Billy's from East Grand Forks so we're really up there north mm-hmm. northwestern Minnesota yeah, and I'm over in the East Metro, Tucker South, Minnesota. So, you know, the three of us. But, you know, a lot of people on the ATT network, no problem. Right? Now, if this was a solar flare, I don't think that makes sense. Can you make any t- – you're the tech guy around here, Dawson. Um, yeah, I don't think it's a solar flare. I One of the things I said to Jake was, you know, it's probably just some idiot doing their job wrong or something just goes wrong on a server, nothing crazy because – if it was a solar flare, you'd expect every single carrier to be having those same issues because the solar flare isn't targeting AT&T. Screw, well, I wish it did, but it doesn't. Um, and so I, I think it's just Occam's razor. Mm-hmm. Someone just messed up something. I don't know about that, but we're going to get some other explanations. What's yeah, and Gregory one? Eno, 29, says, I'm AT&T, live in Arden Hills, work in South St. Paul. My phone has worked all day. Our, our IT did some... I uh, put out some messages about it, so there must be some issues in the South St. Paul area. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it does sound like it's uh, hidden several different people all around. It's interesting. And we'll, we'll still want your guys' comments if you can. I, I'm curious about people on the AT&T network. It seems like it was isolated to that. Or if you're using another network. Even if your carrier is someone different, but you had to use AT&T network, it seems like it infected them. Let's go to um, – God, where did my show notes go here? Oh, so this uh, GIF – this is this is why this is an issue, right? Me after seeing my final text to leave my Wi-Fi riddled home to run errands on AT and T's American Oregon Trail <laughs> Provider Wireless Network. <laughs> yeah, oh, I like that, but that's really what's going on here. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like more or less. Why only AT and T if a solar flare? I mean, maybe it was positioned geographically where there's a main where, op- where it doesn't their satellite make sense, was or something. Yeah, right. but it doesn't make sense why then it's not nationwide, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when I say nationwide, it's nationwide in the sense that it spans across the nation, but it's not. See, I think I lean more towards it's maybe a certain kind of phone. See, it it it, it wasn't even all AT and T users that are experiencing right. the problem. So AT and T satellite didn't go out because then everybody who's on AT and T would be like, I can't use my phone, and then AT and T would be much much more active on solving the problem i think versus this one where if it's i don't know whatever happened it's probably not that big of a deal 
or it's why do you keep downplaying this thing so that you can play it up no Come okay on. i got you I, I see the part i see the part he's trying to play now okay got it <laughs> um let's go to this so you know just a couple of days this wall street journal uh chris Ra- christopher rye um or christopher ray sorry not rye ray um say what you will about the fbi director okay mm-hmm. but uh he has been warning recently about Chinese cyber attacks, and this is uh, him. Do we have do we have sound? Let's let's go to the sound on this one here, Dawson. Come on, it's a loading. Uh oh, the internet's down now. Multi-pronged assault on our national and economic security <laughs> make it the defining threat of our generation. There has been far too little public focus on the fact that PRC hackers are targeting our critical infrastructure, our water treatment plants, our electrical grid, our oil and natural gas pipelines, our transportation systems, and the risk that poses to every American requires our attention now. China's hackers are positioning on American infrastructure in preparation to wreak havoc and cause real-world harm to American citizens and communities if and when China decides the time has come to strike. To quantify what we're up against, the PRC has a bigger hacking program than that of every major nation combined. In fact, in fact, if you took every single one of the FBI cyber agents and intelligence analysts and focused them exclusively on the China threat. China's hackers would still outnumber FBI cyber personnel by at least 50 to 1. I do not want those watching today to think we can't protect ourselves. But I do want the American people to know that we cannot afford to sleep on this danger. Well, you know, at least we don't have to worry because Chinese are way across the ocean, far, far away. Uh, it's not like they're invading our U.S.-Mexican border. At Did all. he say 50 to 1? 5-0? Yeah, that's a nice little pitch for why we need more funding, right? Oh, exactly. But, yeah, I mean, th- that is honestly nuts. And we, we all know about how, you know, the Chinese are stealing intellectual property, how they're spying on us, how they're, uh, you know, how they own all these different apps, especially TikTok that... Uh, they're able to get all of our personal information off of. So uh, it comes as no surprise to me that that's a huge industry in China is stealing our intellectual property. So, uh, you know, it is definitely something to be aware of. And, you know, I never know fully or not to probably not trust uh, Christopher Ray uh, just because there's so much, uh, so many problems with him. He's totally just a establishment puppet who's in there for uh, it doesn't matter who the president is. He's always going to be the same exact guy doing the same exact thing. What did you think about all that racism and Asian hate that he was uh, yeah, right. portraying there? That's crazy, isn't it? Uh-huh. Um, so I see some people talking about satellite phones. We're going to get into that, uh, talking about alternate communication devices. Mm-hmm. You know, any preppers out there? Anyone else want to admit to being a prepper like me? Okay. Hmm. We'll talk about why this is important. Go to this article here. This is on Fox Business. Pharmacies nationwide report outages uh during the wake of cyber attack so it's not just uh at&t and by the way i know it's just one network but one of the largest second largest i believe at&t is massive um pharmacies across country reporting delays to prescription orders due to a cyber attack against one of the nation's largest 
healthcare technology companies. Change Healthcare, a company handling orders and patient payments throughout the U.S., first noticed the cybertech issue affecting its networks Wednesday morning on the East Coast. Oh, what is this, yesterday? Yeah. It's Thursday today. It's the 22nd. Were they just recycling this from the day before? Did not report <laughs> on it the day before? Where the outside mm. threat on Wednesday morning and disconnect this? This is literally on Fox's uh, uh, main page. Whatever. It's still tied to it, right? Mm-hmm. Or no, actually... Sorry. Sorry about that. It could be tied to it. I don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. It is interesting that this is happening at the same <laughs> relative period of time. Honestly, I thought I don't think I'd read that third paragraph. I had thought this was actually today. Hmm. So it started yesterday. Change Healthcare is experiencing a network interruption related to a cybersecurity issue. And our experts are working to address the matter. Once we became aware of the outside threat in the interest of protecting our par- partners and patients, we took immediate action to disconnect our systems to prevent further impact. Change Healthcare said in a statement. Okay, I don't know if we're going to get to the bottom of that and AT&T's network problem today. So, in Dawson, you keep an eye on the news. I got a guy in the mobile uh, uh, cellular um, mobile device engineering space. I don't know what he even does for a living. <laughs> so, he's going to update me if he gets some more stuff. But, quite frankly... We might not get to the bottom of it today. There's a lot of liars. You're right, Christopher Ray. How much do you really trust this guy? But he has mm-hmm. been warning about Chinese security problems here. Right. And there are a lot of Chinese coming across the Mexican border mm-hmm. to the point where even 60 Minutes has to do a segment on it. Right. Um, yeah, what was the number? I just heard that 60,000, 70,000, something like that. Chinese uh, citizens have come into our country. They're buying all this land. They're, uh, you know, there's all kinds of uh, problems ha- happening at the border. And, you know, especially... You know, when you think about the border, you think people coming from Mexico, you think people coming from South right. America. What about China? They're coming through the border, too, because and it's the Middle open. East. And the Middle yeah, East. And yeah, the Middle East problem. everywhere. Yep. Right. Yep. Big problem. All right. So um, long story short, you know, if you think about that gif, it's 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 funny, but it's it's actually it's actually a big problem. OK, so uh, I've got two children in school right now. Right. Um, and uh you know, I have to drive 30 minutes to work. Okay. So when cellular phones aren't working, and I know this sounds crazy, and I lived before the cellular age, okay, because um, cellular phones weren't mainstream until the two th- early 2000s, to be honest with you. I didn't have my first cell phone until probably 2002. Mm-hmm. I was maybe a little behind, but I also didn't grow up in a major metro area. So um, we are very reliant on that technology. So what's so interesting about that meme is here I am at home, Chris and I, and uh, we basically have the ability to communicate with the rest of the world because our Wi-Fi is reliable. She has to take the kids to school. I can't communicate with her uh, traditionally, okay, traditionally, and then I'll get into these kind of devices. But I couldn't communicate with her traditionally. Most people aren't prepped for us. So I think it's believable that somebody's life was in jeopardy uh, certainly believable that mm-hmm. or someone even lost their life today with this outage i don't know about you guys my cell phone was down from about 5 a.m to about 11 a.m i think i think it was about 11 a.m i told you guys it's back mm-hmm. up okay so if you can't if you're not by reliable wi-fi which quite frankly anytime you're traveling you're not um there there's a multitude of things that could happen and you're without the ability to go help let's say a a parent that just fell down right 
an mm-hmm. elderly pa- person that fell down. Whatever you can concoct in your mind. And it's very, it makes you very vulnerable when you got kids at a school and the school can't call you, right? Mm-hmm. Because I came into work and I'm like, I don't know what this is, guys. I don't know if this thing's going to last very long. I just made sure I stocked back up with provisions because good preppers also make sure that they're always stocked with food for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you got to take the vol- I took a vulnerability of actually traveling. No idea how long the thing's going to last. It becomes more problematic the longer it lasts. In this case, it seemed like life was somewhat normal and has gotten back to normal again. From what I could tell, I haven't mm-hmm. left this building since what? 10 AM. So, well, no, wait, I went and grabbed lunch. 1130. We'll say, okay. So it seems like the world, the sky's not falling. The world's mm-hmm. not falling apart yet. Okay. But it could, you know, the solar mm-hmm. flare thing is a real issue and that's way outside of our control. A solar flare could wipe out the, the grid. Okay. Right, and it doesn't seem like AT&T has been all that forthright with all the information that they could be giving to people. Uh, it sounds like they have been kind of quiet. Uh, you know, if, if it is a weird solar flare thing, then, you know, that's that's the explanation. But, uh, you know, there always seems to be we're not getting the full picture. We're never told everything that we're supposed to be told. Uh, the media gives us scraps and pieces. We have to put it all together for ourselves. Uh, so it's just uh, just another typical typical event. I can I can speak on that. So, um, AT and T, as of right now, have not made any statements um, about the outages and what would have caused them. Um, they on, on Twitter, their support has just been saying, <laughs> okay, their their website that is saying what's going on is actually down right now, which is kind of funny. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know when I when I came in and I heard AT and T was down, I was not surprised, but that's because. I'm elitist against AT&T. So. Go, yeah, you did. You laughed at that. Go but, but there hasn't six. been anything like this before, right? Can you can you think in modern history no. of an event like this that has gone on? You know, this is what Dawson pissed me off so much this morning <laughs> because he was. Did you see how how much of a prick he was? He was really <laughs> prick. Oh, see, that's good problem with AT&T. I go. I've been an AT&T user for a long time. Listen, Dawson didn't even know that AT&T had the exclusive contract with Apple phones when they got launched. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah, okay. So that's why a lot of guys like me, because I think it was T-Mobile before that, went mm-hmm. over to AT&T. I right? don't like Apple either. What's that? <laughs> I well, love Apple. You, you know why I don't user. like Apple. That's true. That's fair. Okay. Apple are superior products. Why would why would most people like it? But no problem. So um, long story short, Dawson's giving me crap about AT&T and how bad their network is. I've been an AT&T user for a very long time, and I'll be honest with you, I test that network. I do. I'm an outdoorsman. I go in really obscure, crazy places. I test that network. AT&T's got a reliable, good network, and they are a sponsor of the show. So give AT&T a call at... Yeah. Just <laughs> After today, they need it. They, they need, need it. it. Yeah, no, right? I wonder what they're going to do. They better give me that damn iPhone for free. The mm-hmm. iPhone 15. I'm still using the iPhone 12, by the way. Yeah, you, you're, you're saying so. You've you said that you've been up like all the way to the boundary boundary waters with AT&T, and it hasn't given you issues. When I had AT&T and I did have a Pixel phone or not a Pixel, a um Android phone, going up past the Iron Range, all of my service would just cut out. AT&T couldn't do anything for me, and it was so annoying. That's part of the reason why I switched. Mm-hmm. So maybe it is an Android Apple thing. Seems a little bit 
gross and slimy to have your network only work on Apple products, almost like a weird Apple trick to get you to buy Apple products. Well, also of... Apple are superior uh, products to whatever you're using. That is incredibly using. debatable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if, if you want me to write a document up on that next, I will. Yep. Well, you go to your AI machine and write another document there, Dawson. I had to write another one about 9-11. It was, it, that one's good. <laughs> That was with Mark's show. That was really funny, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I, I just rewatched uh, that 9-11 documentary by Michael Moore. Uh, do, you, do you remember that thing? He, he was one of the first people to actually like try to call the entire thing out. It was, it was pretty interesting. What is Brad uh, saying there? I don't understand. Yeah, uh, what, Jake has an iPhone because he's secretly hopes, hoping for a daughter. Brad and I uh, are, on, are on the same team with and, this but what, what, no, I saw, no, Hold on. What does that mean? I don't get that joke. <laughs> if You'd get it if you were a Pixel user. Yeah. Well, th- help and, us out uh, and, tell us what the joke you don't get the joke look at this guy have, he's pretending no like he gets a joke he doesn't get I the joke i have no idea what brad's talking about but it's funny that he doesn't like apple yeah exactly no one gets the joke brad it's not even <laughs> like what is what are you even trying to say there yeah by the way uh, yes i've only been blessed with boys <laughs> yeah and i'm seeing mt anderson say got my first cell phone car or a cell car phone in 1988 and uh he also said uh or was it here? Thirty years ago, there were only two cell carriers: U.S. West and Cellular One. U.S. Oh West God, became Verizon. Cellular One became AT and T. I think that's a takes, good point. And uh, love Minnesota. I dropped a twenty dollars Rumble rant. Thank you guys. Tips for Dawson doing that look again into the camera, the one that he gave Jake. What was that look? I, I've given you so many looks at the camera that I'm I'm not. Well, sure Well, you know what pissed me off is you rolled your eyes when I came in talking about this problem. So uh, let me get back to that. AT and T goes down. They're very reliable from my experience. Okay, you're making a great point, Jesse. Has this ever happened before? I have never been without reliable cellular technology mm-hmm. in an area like this. Right now, totally different story when I'm up in the mountains elk hunting. Right, which you just know is part of the. You know, there's a place in Montana where I don't have cell coverage until I get up to like 9,000 feet of elevation. And then it's, all of a sudden it's like line of sight to the tower that's off of uh, the interstate. So you expect it there. It just don't, this never happens this long period of time. I mean, I maybe have lost a cell tower for 10 minutes before. Yeah, I'm. that's such a hard and weird thing to look up to because there's never like documentation on AT&T has been down for three hours like news stories come out about it and it's that's i can't find yeah i'm trying to see if there's anything that had happened before and uh i'm not finding anything but i am seeing police beg people to stop calling 911 during uh during this mass outage that's a big one yeah uh, something's going on there people were calling 911 to see if their phone worked no i thought it was because they were accidentally getting directed to 911 no i I saw that story because people think that if you're like you saw the SOS thing in the beginning, and that's like call nine one one, or oh. unlock your phone. <laughs> yeah, I think I think a lot of us kind of understand. iPhones are the staples of teenage girls. What Brad Ganser asked. Yeah. Say, what are you even talking about? You're right, Brad. What are you, <laughs> what, are you what are you talking about? There's no TikTok on my phone. Do you have so. Taylor Swift on your phone? No, I don't have Taylor Swift on oh, my phone, man. and I don't have TikTok. So there you go. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't Chinese hackers. Clearly, what happens if this? If reliable technology goes down, by the way, solar flare is going to wipe out. I mean, a certain kind of solar storm could wipe out the entire grid because it would fry every computer. Then you're in real trouble because you can't even drive most vehicles, most modern day vehicles. Mm-hmm. There's some people that have alternate forms of, of transportation that aren't relying on computers, but 
Maybe you should be one of those people. Anyhow, here's two devices, and a, and a big solar flare might go down, obviously, and they said radio technology. Uh, Baofengs, these are actually real cheap radios working on all the ham network and also uh, – <laughs> what? what? What's so yeah, funny? Yeah, M.T. Anderson what said so solar funny? flares are racist. Is that what you're laughing <laughs> right. at? Oh, is that it? <laughs> yeah. Can you elaborate on that? <laughs> I'm just curious. Are you joking? What's the – yeah, and I, I'm is, looking is online Mark here. Joking I, about the solar flares being I, racist? Is that what you're I, I'd imagine so. Of course he is. Yeah, and you know, one, it looks like the leftist conspiracy theory on this is uh, Russian nukes were the cause. Are of they the really saying outrage. that? that that's, I'm finding all these different. Well, it's because on they it. can't go after the Chinese. That's racist. Yep, exactly. And that, and so the, it's got to be Mark Russia. says that solar flares are too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's I'm I'm more and more convinced by the day. The reason the left has this thing on Russia is because they want the big bad enemy to be a white person. Right, mm-hmm. they want white I, people to be the people that we should all fear. To be fair, Putin's not the greatest white person ever. Who's the greatest white person ever? I cannot think of one off the top of my head. <laughs> Why would you mm-hmm. even say it that way then? <laughs> because because he's we shouldn't like Putin. I know that's what I'm saying. The left makes him the worst guy because of who he is. You could make arguments that are. Very bad guy. I would say Kim Jong-un is a very bad guy. Right? I, I, mm-hmm. Are leftists touting that Kim Jong-un is a good guy? I have a feeling they probably don't like Kim Jong-un either. I'm not, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is why, is why do they have this infatuation with Russia? That's what I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Because you have to look at Russia and go, there's no way they are the largest threat to America. There's just no way that's true. Mm-hmm. They can barely win in Ukraine. Like... Ukraine is becoming a problem for them. So I just don't, I I don't, you know, this isn't a fully thought out view. And if you come to this show because you only want fully thought out views, then you're on the wrong show. <laughs> Get out of here. You don't belong here. <laughs> We're just having a conversation. It's a hang, mm-hmm. right? We don't know. We know a lot of things, but not this. I think that's possibly why the left has this problem with Russia because the white person's always the essence of the tr- the problems out there, right? That's what we're the learning. Oppressor. The, 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 the oppressor. Yeah. And so in the world of white people, well, Europe's not the problem because Europe is exactly where they want to go. They want to go to those crazy left-wing Europeans, so that can't be the problem. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, it's America, and we're learning all the time how uh, white people in America are the problem. So mm-hmm. the only other white part of the world is freaking putin mm-hmm. so i i i don't know just a thought I haven't fully fleshed that out but i was talking to a buddy the other day and he asked that question what's the problem with uh why why are they so infatuated with russia and i go i think it's because they're white mm-hmm. like, well, huh, you know, i think the, you might be onto something the, the elitists obviously chose it for a reason you know i still can't fully understand it myself because uh hillary clinton was the one who sold them 90 percent of our uranium uh so when we have you know her as Secretary of State selling off her uranium, which is used for nuclear weapons. Uh, I, I can't figure it out either because it's almost like the deep state is in connection with Russia deep yeah. down uh, and that, you know, Russia doesn't mind being seen as the bad guy. Uh, you know, it's almost like it's all a big play and a lot of people are just falling into the roles they're told to play. I think yeah. that I think that personally, I don't like Russia more than I don't like China due to like pretty much solely military size russia's military is just bigger than china's and that freaks me out more than did you say russia's military is bigger than china's yeah. what are you talking about 
according to 2024 military strength by globalfirepower.com. That's what it says. What? Power well, indexes. is that because of nuclear weapons? Is that why? You, power, I don't. It says because the size, index. the size of the yeah, army is way different. China's way larger. I, I would assume it's just strength or like it's power. And then it's got to be nuclear weapons because yeah. Russia's got the largest nuclear arsenal. That, that's what I would assume too. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's kind of moot because until you start throwing those nuclear bombs out there, it's kind of just from conventional war china is much larger mm-hmm. i will study that because the war because every because military might is a completely different animal once you start throwing nukes right like for instance we can get trapped in a quagmire in in iraq against um in what we call them insurgents kind of funny term but um uh unsophisticated uh, enemy. Same thing with uh, Vietnam, by the way, right? The Viet Cong, okay? Much more of an unsophisticated enemy mm-hmm. against the most sophisticated military on the planet. We can get in those quagmires. Lots of reasons for that. Our rules of engagement being one of them, right? So in a conventional warfare, the playing field's leveled out, but or evened out, but if, if we would resort to nuclear bombs, the whole conversation changes, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there's that famous saying, I think it was Einstein, it says, I know not what the Third World War will use for um, weapons, but the Fourth World War will be sticks and stones. Have you? It's like have a you, cold, that's a cold freaking statement. Yeah, there. have yeah. you watched Oppenheimer yet? No, and it's on. Oh. No, 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 no. Take it easy. <laughs> it's now available on, uh, was that Peacock? Yeah, Peacock. Okay. And we have Peacock. Um, I don't know why we have Peacock. <laughs> God, there must be a reason Kirsten got Peacock. The so, office. uh, it came available, I think it was Thursday last week mm-hmm. and we were up ice fishing for the weekend. So it's Friday night's yeah. plan. It's nice. Friday night's plan. I got to nice. see it. You, listen, you know, I want to see that Dawson. Um, all right. Where was I going with it? Oh, Baofeng radios. Okay. Using, um, frequencies. So obviously in a solar incident, this, this could be irrelevant, right? In that instant, you know, lined um, uh, communication in person is the way, or carrier pigeon, I guess. You know, that would be the other ways to do it. Solar flares would be a massive issue. But, you know, the cell phone towers are down. This actually still can communicate with the home base, communicate with other people that know how to use these things on certain channels, tons of channels to use. Also, you got sat devices. Now, you could have a cell phone, so you could actually make calls. I don't have a satellite phone. Very expensive, just in the network alone. This is a typical satellite device. Um, it's a Garmin communicator, an inReach. Um, I think they only now have the orange. They had a yellow and orange. The orange has just better mapping. I'm a big outdoorsman. So this guy goes with me in the backcountry. So it's communicating directly with uh, satellites, and it's a text message. And by the way, it's unlimited text messages. You get three, like, just normal sayings which is like i'm all right or made it to camp or i'm running late there's like three things that like outdoorsmen like me use to communicate um typical one is everything's okay i'm at camp or something like that and that's just a way for me to check in daily when i don't have cell tower okay so it's so it's really nice device obviously in the case of hacking chinese hacking both of these things work well see as a prepper you know you always want to talk about the zombie apocalypse or a massive solar flare on the network or the, the whole infrastructure goes down. 
Those are really rare cases. Most likely not going to happen in a lifetime, okay? Or the super volcano in Yellowstone explodes, which is a really big problem, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it's overdue, by the way. It could happen anytime in the next 10,000 years. I don't go to bed at night really worried about that, okay? If I knew it was happening soon, I'd be very worried about it. Yeah. I would not be in Minnesota, okay? But what maybe, and, it, you know, once it gets Christopher Ray, got it, okay? Mm -hmm. But I don't think he's off base on this. It seems like that seems to be very logical. Right. Chinese hacking, okay? I don't know if this is what's going on, but these devices could be lifesavers, okay? And these are just mm -hmm. two of many different types, but very common stuff for preppers. I think one of the most obvious things for people is, Let's just say this is a larger technological issue, right? Let's say that all cellular towers go down. Let's say the internet goes down. That stops a lot of commerce. There are a lot of people reliant on commerce based off of the internet or um, internet and I guess you know or and um, uh, the cellular network. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my concern always in those situations is. There's going to be a period, and it's going to happen probably relatively quick in metro areas, where you have civil unrest and you have looting of stores. So do you have provisions at home to carry through those moments? Because it might be very, yeah, <laughs> I love how Tucker says, no more truth hurts. This is, this is the truth <laughs> that really hurts, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. I think it's better for all of us to be prepared. Patriots need to be prepared. Honest to God, we need to be prepared. Mm -hmm. um, I think everyone should be prepared, but let's just be honest. There's so many people that are relying on the government, and there, there's another one, people that are relying on the government, they're not going to get those services, right? Mm -hmm. So you need to take these things into consideration. If you need to travel, you need to talk to your loved ones. And we learned this morning that cellular networks aren't always 100% reliable, so you better have alternative forms of communication. I think Mark was talking about, I got to go whip out those CB radios. Yeah, and I'm seeing on Facebook here, uh, Steph Albertini Miller says, definitely think it was a cyber attack. All cell phone carriers go down at the same time, dot, dot, dot. Uh, and we also got Becky Orsch Hackenmuller. Uh, Hi, Becky. A, Becky was at the event the other night. Yep, and uh, she says, can't blame China because they'll call in the loans. And uh, was also pointing out that China's military is larger. Um, and let's see here at, back at Rumble, uh, Napkin 8. Many are picking up those old Motorola touch-to-talk phones for comms. Uh, and let's see. Odd one, I'm semi-retired, so a complete shutdown would actually be nice. A uh, nice break from technology. But you're right, the savages would go wild and take advantage. A hundred percent. Right. People, you know, people are addicted to it now. People are addicted to their cell phones. And uh, if there were to be some major event where this wasn't, you know, some little temporary thing for the day where we're saying what is going on. But if this were to be, you know, even a week, I think that most people would start to lose their minds and people wouldn't know what to do. People wouldn't know how to get around. Uh, w without the technology, people would definitely lose their minds. Yeah, just think about how many people are relying on using mapping features on mm -hmm. their phone, right? Right. I'm I'm more concerned about like the businesses and companies who have like loads of data on computers yep. and storage servers, all that stuff, and then you just can't access it anymore. What if you can't access your cash? Mm -hmm. You know, so much of the banking system is relying on that. And then right. all of a sudden you have a bunch of people going to the bank. That's why you got to run on the bank as well. That's a big part of the reason why I don't really worry about it happening because one, it takes a lot of stress off of my mind. And two, if that stuff is going to happen, like if all of a sudden, I don't know, every satellite blew up, there would be more issues than just, oh, I can't go on YouTube right now 
and cry about it. You know, there's there's bigger. Yeah, problems. the entertainment. And by the way, I still hold on to DVDs, so there's still entertainment that's available mm-hmm. even in these situations because we are relying on government. I know people that um, download a lot of useful YouTube videos um, so that in case the internet goes down, they still have those prepping videos. Mm-hmm. Smart move. I know lots of people like that. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> Um, prepping and just in general, like what about alternative currencies? Mm-hmm. Right. I think the obvious one is people knowing, knowing, uh, that they have ammunition. We're going to get into how the Democrats here in Minnesota want to ban lead ammunition, but storage of ammunition, firearms, right. For civil, dis- civil unrest and, you know, basically protecting your family. I think communication is one of the big ones. Also water, good ways to solve water. Um, reliable drinking water. Um, how far do I go with this thing? Do we talk about reverse osmosis systems here <laughs> on air? Do we do that? <laughs> Building your own well? <laughs> yeah. Go to uh, line 16 DOS. I want to pull up on, on our uh, Twitter this morning because I was posting this firsthand. And you can see um, this is, see, this is what my phone looked like SOS, right? So I couldn't make calls and then scroll to the bottom. This is AT&T's website telling me all clear in your zip code. There are no outages to report. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that was really early. I don't know. Actually, didn't you look this up? Yeah, I looked we were, at, like I looked o'clock? at the same exact page and I looked up the same exact thing and it said all clear, no outages. So that site's just bogus and wrong. Mm. And AT&T is bad. I don't know, Dawson. Uh, go back here to X for Liberty. This was... Uh, this is funny. Get the picture here of um, U.S. cell outage. Over 60,000 AT&T customers say they're unable to make calls with others reporting. And then I got a screenshot with my SOS on there just for legacy purposes. Are you talking Are you talking about the Twitter? Yeah, on Twitter. Oh. I want you to pull this up real quick. Um, also, our pre-caucus event, we got a picture here. I hope a lot of you guys were able to listen to the rest of the story of Jane Moss and Lisa Hansen. Scroll down there, Dustin. This was our event at the Mermaid on... Uh, was that Tuesday night? Thank you to everyone that came. We actually have a training tonight here at the headquarters as well. We're doing a lot of training, teaching people how to get involved in the political system and dominate it. Good patriots, conservatives. By the way, as much as I think it's important for you to get involved in the political system, number one priority is taking care of your family and prepping, right? Mm-hmm. So don't get caught with your pants down. If there is a point I'm trying to make in this whole converse this whole this whole topic today okay because i don't know if we're gonna f- you, you're right jess we might never find out what the hell happened okay mm-hmm. to me it, it kind of reeks of it it kind of reeks of um hacking mm-hmm. and that, i'm not like a technological expert by any means but it kind of reeks of that mm-hmm. do you get that sense i get the impression that there's something like that going on but you know like like you said i mean i know i'm not the guy who's going to be able to find the evidence for that or prove it or anything you know that, that's for the tech bros and uh but I, I do i do think that there is some kind of shady business going on here and what's your thoughts dawson before we go on the next subject what it, caused it yeah um i don't think it was I, I don't think it was hackers i don't think it was a solar flare i i, I don't know anything about like the back end of how cellular towers work or anything like that. But since it was so widespread, but it was very like specific, I almost do think it was an update issue with like certain devices. I think that you were onto something there. I can't prove it, but that sounds more, that sounds more reasonable than 
Chinese hackers or well, and there's a the conspiracy sun. right there. They want me to go to the iPhone 15, right? Okay, but that that conspiracy is <laughs> real. That's been tested. Well, they proven. definitely throttle. They throttle the yeah. I, I, old iPhones. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, now. but hey, Apple, Apple products are the best for the first year that you have it. Uh, clearly, they're good for three years because I still use it regularly. Oh, I think they stopped doing that lately. That was supposedly not true. You but think they I stopped? Oh my god! Cat says Patriot Food Supply. Yeah, if you want to eat like garbage. Yeah, that, that's what Odd One's saying too. Saying uh, the, the Patriot Food Supply gives you uh, X number of meals and count oatmeal packets as a meal. Make your own. Uh, so yeah, I guess there's different options Listen, out there. What that is is freeze diet, freeze dried meals. Why can't I talk today? I'm having trouble talking today. You own you own a talk show, so I'd work yeah. on it. It's awful. Yeah, when you when you run a show and you can't talk, what is going on with my brain today? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I guess my whole day's thrown off from this thing, but I was prepared. Um, it's just, it's freeze-dried food, so it's, it lasts, I mean, they say 25 years because it's as long as they've been able to test the technology, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but see, I'm a guy that eats freeze-dried a lot, okay, because uh, I'm a big backpacker. It's mm-hmm. like garbage <laughs> compared to like, you know what the best one is? Peak refuel, that is the best. That is the most tasty and best in terms of calories. You'll look at the price tag, you'll be like, that's too expensive. But then you look at the calories compared to like Mountain House, and it's so much better, and it's mm-hmm. very tasty. But they don't say they last twenty five years mm-hmm. for some reason, and they only use about a half of the uh, water that um, that Mountain House uses. So there must be something where they're maybe not freeze drying as much. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I'm seeing Billy twenty two, uh, dear Dawson, keep thinking that signed. Th- uh, thanks. Sign the communist, uh, chi- uh, the Chinese Communist Party. So <laughs> obviously, uh, Billy Twenty Two thinks that uh, you're doing the bidding of uh, communist China right now, all I covering s- their tracks. All I can say is that not having the Chinese hackers in the back of my mind frees up a lot of space for stress. Makes you know what actually out. relieves that stress is being prepared. You don't think of, you don't have to worry. Gregory uh, actually has an iPhone eight and worked fine today. So mm. look at me, I'm not that ancient. What's Napkin Eight have to say? Uh, Napkin Eight says event was awesome and Jake was a master MC. He had everyone cracking up. Oh there wow, you, you pointed that comment out, seeing that you were getting <laughs> praise from it, huh? Oh damn it, Dawson's worked with me long enough to know. <laughs> <laughs> it was good meeting Napkin Eight though, by the way. Good to see you, and uh, it's always There's- fun because it's like. You know, you guys have these names, and we don't know who you are until, <laughs> except for the Patriot Carla Nelson, who was also at the event. Yeah, that was Brad Ganser. Yeah, Brad makes it easy. That mm-hmm. was the first time you've seen Nap- Napkin Napkin Eight. I think so. Wow, cool. Because that's what happens is people come up and they go, "Hey, I'm, uh, you know, I'm T Wall, or I'm I'm Napkin Eight, right?" That's yeah. so they're like, "Oh my god." K Wall with the T Wall and K Wall are awesome. Yeah, the Christmas event, K Wall yep. and T Wall came up to me and I think the other members of the crew and gave us some gift cards. So it was mm-hmm. really sweet of them. I don't yep. know if they want us to say that, but yeah, caribou gift cards, right? Mm-hmm. Which K-Wall then I said, you know, Dawson doesn't drink coffee, but maybe they got protein shakes there. No, I, I gave it to my girlfriend. She drinks caribou. Well, don't mm-hmm. say that on the air. That, that's, that's re-gifting. <laughs> you, get, uh, you hear that, T-Wall? Don't ever give him another gift card. He's just going to re-gift yeah. it. If you're going to give me a gift I card. I use that gift card. Yeah, I buy coffee with it. Yeah, and you I, just mm-hmm. re-gift it. I used it. I used it to get my girlfriend to like me more. So, thank yeah. you. 
Yeah, but I'm seeing an odd one in the comments saying I met Jesse at the Christmas event. It was nice to nice to be able to meet you there too as well. Uh, do we want to move on to this next uh, yes, let's story move on. here? All well, right. <laughs> Are we moving on to Nikki Haley? Is that what you want yeah, to talk about? Yeah, that's what I was All thinking. Right, there you go. Okay, yeah. So uh, <laughs> people may not know this, but the one and only Nimrata Nikki Haley <laughs> is uh, coming to Minnesota, and she's got some rhinos lining up to endorse her. So let's go ahead and pull up that article there. Uh, it's not published on the website quite yet. Uh, we'll get to that pretty soon here. But uh, what's going on is, uh, you know, uh, the swamp is currently refusing to support President Trump and openly advocating for rhino, never-Trumper, anti-MAGA Nikki Haley. Uh, so uh, rhino representatives Kristen Robinson and uh, Senator Julia Coleman have both formally endorsed Nikki Haley, despite the fact that Republican voters have made it extremely clear Donald Trump is going to be the Republican nominee. Uh, so these rhinos decide to stick their hand in it. Uh, obviously, they're doing it all, you know, Right up at the last minute, the 11th hour, all of a sudden they have these wild dreams. The only way that they have a chance is if uh, Donald Trump is sent to prison based on bogus BS lawsuits. Uh, that's their only chance. And even then, we the people are still going to rally around uh, President Trump. So scroll down just a little bit there because not only is it a couple of representatives like that and former legislators Drew Christensen, Kelly Fenton, and Barb Haley, but we have the Republican Party of Minnesota, the MNGOP out there pushing people and promoting an event for Nikki Haley. I mean, uh, the, the Republican Party, last I checked, and based on the conversation I had with David Hand, he told me the Republican Party is going to treat every candidate fairly uh, before the endorsement. Well, the Republican Party hasn't endorsed anyone in Minnesota, but here he is promoting uh, Nikki Haley uh, as a candidate coming to visit Minnesota. And it's so funny, they call this thing a rally. I mean, do you really think this is going to be a rally? This is going to be 20 rhinos hanging out, you know, and maybe a couple of Democrats mixed in there. I wouldn't call that a rally. Uh, I, I don't think she's got any support here based on the only presidential primary poll that was done in Minnesota back uh, a, few, a few months back, four or five months back. Trump was at 60% then. <laughs> so, and Nikki Haley was only at 12. What does that tell me? I mean, it shows me that Minnesota is probably going to go 80-20, 90-10. Nikki is going to get crushed, and it's only going to be the David Hands, uh, Kelly Fens, Barb Haley, Drew Christensen's of the world, Julia Coleman, Kristen Robbins. They're the only people out there that support Nikki Haley. Uh, they're going to be embarrassed big time, and it shows them for the rhinos that they are because uh, we the people have made it extremely clear. I uh, think, uh, you know, Minnesota's coming right after, uh, it's a part of Super Tuesday, coming right after South Carolina. Nikki Haley is about to lose South Carolina, her home state, by 36 points to President Trump. What does it tell you if the people who know her best are rejecting her? That tells you everything you need to know. Uh, and also, you know, there's uh, been a lot of the Republicans in Minnesota who have been completely silent. That's their tactic. They don't want to, uh, they, they think by staying quiet that they can fool all of us into thinking that they're actually MAGA or something. Uh, but really, the only four, uh, you know, all four Minnesota U.S. congressmen, they all grifted, got behind Trump when they realized uh, it was necessary to save their political careers. But the only two people who did it on their own free will was Representative Ben Davis and Senator Nathan Wiesenberg. Uh, Wiesenberg doing it months before Ben Davis, too. But at least both of them on their own said, I'm looking at what's going on here. Uh, we obviously need to get behind President Trump. I don't know if this is the time to tell you, um, but I'm just going to say it. Uh, so... I was invited to MC the event. I'm doing it. <laughs> the Nikki Haley one? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure you were their top choice. And uh, Well, I'm a master MC. Didn't you see Napkin yeah. Nate? Yeah, exactly. True. 
And uh, let's see, Brad saying, Jesse, do you have a problem with competition? I don't have a problem with competition. What I have a problem with is uh, party leaders tilting the scale for a rhino, uh, especially Nikki Haley, uh, who we know is uh, all about starting World they War never III. Made a there's statement. never been a right. They there's never, never made a statement during uh, all those trials, all those indictments exactly. against yep, Trump. And that's a point that I make in that article, too, because uh, when Trump's home was raided, MNGOP is silent. Uh, when uh, the election fraud was, you know, when 2020 uh, election was stolen from Trump, MNGOP silent. When the BS lawsuits are coming at Trump, the MNGOP silent. But when Nikki Haley's coming to town, oh man, we got to let the people know that's the MNGOP style. They don't give a rip about uh, Trump when he needs us most, when he needs the patriots to stand up for him. Uh, no, no. Gonna, what are you going to do about this? I, I see the comment section. You're on a, a roll here. Uh, people want something. First of all, Billy's asking, does anyone know who the Trump campaign leader for Minnesota <laughs> is? I think you're de facto the mega leader of Minnesota. Maybe, Jesse. you know, I don't think there's anyone official. You know, I've done my best to try to reach out to the Trump campaign and, uh, you know, offer offer my humble services to him. <laughs> and I'd be more than happy to be the, the Minnesota Trump leader because uh, we, we definitely need to fight this kind of stuff. We, we know exactly what the party is up to. Uh, we, we've known all along, you know, it's like, who do we expect these rhinos to get behind? Obviously, Nikki. You know, it's their last-ditch effort to try to but stop Trump. But what, hold on. What is going on here? I mean, I got a, I got a thought, but tell me, what is Nikki doing? And then second part of the question, because, I mean, like, listen, she, she's going to lose to South Carolina on Saturday. Mm -hmm. She's going to get crushed on Super Tuesday. There's no foreseeable path. So what is she still doing in the race? And then number two, what, what are these – what is Kristen Robbins, what is Julia Coleman doing getting on the sinking ship? Mm -hmm. You know, that, that's they must think that electorally it's going to benefit them in some How way. Because it's a sinking ship. Right, exactly. That's what I'm wondering, too. But at least their logic would probably be, you know, I can win over the suburban types, you know, the people that don't want Trump, but they're also not happy with Biden. You know, it's like they're thinking about these imaginary people. Well, Most so they're of them just don't idiots. Exist. You're saying they're idiots. They think that that's going to translate that, to some votes well, in November? I think what? that they are calculating that into their mind, but also... The main reason they're doing it is because they're rhinos who support Nikki Haley. You know, they, yeah, but, they're but principled they're, enough they're, to say. I know, but they're politicians, what, Jesse. Right, exactly. Politicians are making calculated decisions for politics. Mm -hmm. So I, I can I can accept the fact that they're dumb. Okay, I can accept that. Right, mm -hmm. politically dumb. What I can't accept is that that they're they're just rhinos doing what rhinos do because it doesn't make sense to me. It's a it's a sinking ship. Mm -hmm. You just alluded to the four congressmen, the, the congressional delegation, mm -hmm. grifting and going and supporting Trump, because obviously that's where the political winds are. Right. So they're going against the political winds here. Mm -hmm. They're going against the base. You know, and it's interesting. See, I, uh, I have a theory yeah. why Nick, you didn't answer that question. I have a theory why Nikki Haley's still doing it. Mm -hmm. And it's not the black swan event. Mm hmm. Do you have a theory? Do you know why? Or do you want to hear what I mean? I, I say the black swan event. I think she's that's waiting what it is? for something. Right. So d maybe, um, Coleman and uh, and Robbins are waiting for that Black Swan event too, mm -hmm. and then they're on the team. By the way, that doesn't give the race to Nikki Haley. That's the dumbest thing about this. Is like Nikki Haley will still have an a live infrastructure, but you don't think DeSantis can't reignite an infrastructure pretty quick or Ramaswamy, mm -hmm. right? Right. Or Trump's infrastructure well, will go to someone I, else. I don't know if Ron really has all that much left. You know, it's interesting. He was actually uh, Bad he, he had kind of a campaign call. Uh, with a bunch of his supporters that, you know, never got the chance to vote for him because uh, he dropped out so quick. But uh, Ron DeSantis, he held this little Zoom town hall where he was talking with all these people. I happen to know someone who was uh, 
on the Zoom call with Ron. And, uh, you know, it sounds like Ron was kind of going unhinged. He was still upset about Trump. He said, I I'm still leaving the door open to 2028. And, you know, he said, the he this is how delusional Ron DeSantis is. He said the reason that he lost was because of the indictments against Trump and people kept rallying behind him. That, that was part of it. But it was very much so. But the main reason Ron DeSantis lost was because of Ron DeSantis. It was because of his personality. It was because of the way he conducted himself. It was because of the way he campaigned. It was because of his campaign team. And it was based on the way that uh, he handled the whole situation because uh, when, when those indictments were coming out first, he was trying to distance himself from Trump. He didn't realize that the correct political move was to embrace Trump and say that this is BS. But you can't. He was wait, too no, late on, to the party. That, that's bullshit because you can't embrace Trump because you're running against him. You have See, to. See, I would make the argument Trump is the reason he's out. Trump just, you couldn't beat Trump. It's just too difficult to beat him. Mm -hmm. And those indictments were a big reason. People, even guys like me that aren't traditionally pro-Trump, I shouldn't say not pro-Trump. I'm not a big Trump support guy, right? Because I'm going to go through a lot of arguments I got against Trump. I'm also not an anti-Trump, and I'm not certainly not a guy who's suffering from Trump derangement syndrome. You're I'm not, in that big you're category. You're not pro-Nikki. Definitely not. <laughs> no, I wouldn't even vote for her. Yeah. Like, I could rationalize voting for Trump. I did vote for Trump in 2020, by the way. Mm -hmm. So I'm just in that big class of people that goes, I think our country can do better. I think we can do better than a rematch of Biden and Trump. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot to offer. And... And it ends up, you see what's going on with Trump. And you're like, wait a second. These guys, the wrong people don't want this guy. And they're willing to take it to this length. Mm -hmm. and you kind of go, should I be re-looking at that? There's something I'm missing here, right? Mm -hmm. So, and by the way, the other thing about Trump is, as much as I'm not attached to the mainstream lying corporate media, it still sometimes penetrates to even me where I start believing some of this bullshit about him. And I'm like, I don't even know who Trump is. Because mm -hmm. his image has been so tarnished and molded in a certain way by these lying sacks of shit. Yeah. And it's like, um, you know, I hear, I don't know people that know Trump personally, okay? So that would be the best thing is if I did. Mm -hmm. But enough people that you, you see in positions where I, I think they're telling the truth, talk about the kind of guy Trump is, and you're like, man, that is a different guy than then uh, we're led to believe. Anyhow, mm -hmm. didn't mean to rant on that too long. Um, my theory on Nikki Haley mm -hmm. is she is benefiting from an infrastructure of rhino establishment types, you know, anti-Trump, mm -hmm. where she's just setting herself out to be their solid dog in the next race. And that's mm -hmm. why she's staying in. Because if you take that part away... There may, it makes no sense. She's just going to get embarrassed at this point, right? Mm -hmm. there, the, you know, it would be really you fun know, to go the, to this The thing event. is, though, I do expect Nikki, she, when she drops out, she is going to endorse Trump. You know, it's going to be oh, one of those awkward funny. days. I but I mean, that's going to happen, though. Oh, I, I she, she definitely is. You she, want she, a, a beer bet on that one? <laughs> sure, because I, I honestly think, you know, it's like, are we expecting Nikki Haley to have a principled stand? Of course not. She's going to look no, at her that's political what I'm future oh, so. and say, I got to get behind Trump if I want to have a chance in 2028. Okay, I agree so, with that, you that she could be. That's where we could test my theory, right. okay? Because if she does that, then my theory's flawed, right? Mm -hmm. And we'll, and then you'll you'll get a beer on me, right? Mm -hmm. We have another beer bet. I need to start yeah. checking this. I don't remember. I what know. That I can't was. remember what it was, but yeah. I know we got something else. You know, I got a buddy that bet me. 50. Oh, it was it was uh, whether Trump endorses Lindsey Graham in twenty twenty six. So yeah, that I one's a, a ways out. I got a buddy that bet me like four years ago, uh, fifty bucks, or no, it was a 
was a good bottle of whiskey or 50 bucks, something like that, that uh, Ted Cruz would be the GOP nominee hmm. in, in 2024. <laughs> and then he's like, dude, I lost this petty cheap Venmo me the money like yeah. two years ago. And I returned it to him. I'm like, nope. Because you could, you still have an out. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, right. And then when it doesn't happen, then I'm going to take that money and mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm going to have so much fun. But um, my my theory would be flawed then if uh, she does that because mm-hmm. I think she is catering to a base of people, and this is not traditional Republicans, but there are those in there too, but a certain sect of wealthy elites, and she's doing the right things. They want her in there. She has no path to success. She's going to alienate part of the base. Um, I, I'm actually curious. Maybe we should bring cameras to this event. How many people even show up to this damn event on Monday? Because yeah, that yeah. was the other thing we said on the show is it's going to get embarrassing for Nikki when she can't turn out crowds. So that's kind of my thinking. And then I think it maybe falls suit with the Kristen Robbins and the Julia Coleman's. And Julia Coleman, you can't ignore the fact that her husband works for AFP, which has endorsed Nikki or yeah, Nikki mm-hmm. Haley. Right. So they're doing the same thing. They're making a calculation that if I appeal to this base of, you know, elitist, mm-hmm. good things will happen to me in my political future. Mm-hmm. They might be making a really bad calculation because guys like you speaking the mega, you know, speaking the things mm-hmm. that a lot of people in the mega world are thinking that uh, these guys are traitors. Mm-hmm. What does Brad have to say? Yeah, Brad says, Jake, I think you were on the right track. Plus, she probably wants to get back on the Lockheed uh, board of directors, which, you know, I, I kind of see that too. I mean, wasn't she Nikki, Boeing? I thought she was a right, Boeing. Right. Oh, yeah, that's right. But, you know, I, I think that Nikki Haley, she definitely is going to choose that corporate route more than the media route. I mean, I, I don't see the media hiring her. You know, I'm sure they would. But I, I think Nikki Haley is going to go her own way and uh, just try to make as much money as she can before 2028. But she said all along that, you know, we have to defeat, uh, defeat Joe Biden. Uh, you know, I think, you know, even though it's going to be uh, embarrassing for her, she is going to have a turnaround with Trump. Trump is going to quit insulting her. And, uh, you know, we'll just have to move on and take on Joe Biden. I'm also seeing if he stops insulting her, I'm just going to lose my. Is it, he did it's it a big with loss. The entertainment too, right. value is gone. That just sucks. I mean, the DeSantis <laughs> attacks we're going to, I know he's put them to rest that it's over, you know, which, you know, th- that's all it takes for Trump. If you just drop out, endorse him, he'll quit the, he'll quit the attacks. But uh, let's see, I'm also seeing new 2727 rumor is Julia Coleman wants to run for governor. That's not a rumor that I have heard. Uh, no, but, the rumor is that uh, Tom Emmer wants to run for governor <laughs> and Julia Coleman's going to try to backfill CD6. That's the rumor I've heard. Interesting. Yeah, I could definitely see that happening. Uh, we'll see what ends up coming of that next governor race. Uh, and let's see. Uh, Tucker also said, yeah, he said he wouldn't want to be Trump's VP, uh, that being DeSantis. Uh, I'd also heard that, too, which, I mean, give me a break. DeSantis was never an option. You know, Trump might say in a town hall. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking about Ron. <laughs> He's not thinking about Ron. I mean, he, why would he ever take someone who he doesn't trust? Uh, which, of course, he can't trust Ron. That's uh, the bottom uh, line. I don't know, because he couldn't trust Mike Pence? At, at the time, he could. You know, at the time, 2016, he could. You know, uh, regardless of what we think of Pence now, he was at the time See, a Trump, loyal guy. I, I would say Trump probably has pretty good uh, character judgment when it comes to business. I would imagine so. I, don't, I couldn't speak to that, not knowing... Uh, the people there, but he's got very bad judgment when it comes to 
politics. Yeah, I mean, he, he appointed Mitch McConnell's wife to transportation. I mean, like, mm-hmm. he just did all the bad. Same thing with the Fed. Same thing with the U.S. Treasury. I mean, the D- Defense Department, th- there were some outside. I mean, Chris Miller, that's that's an interesting appointment. Mm-hmm. And that was actually never confirmed by the Senate. So that was the acting Secretary of Defense at the end of his tenure. Right. Even Mad Dog was, uh, I don't know if that was bold, because Mad Dog was pretty... Well liked and yeah, yeah. and then turns out Mad Dog's got a problem. Right. Yeah, he's very much like a lot of these other generals that just want more war, perpetual war. Mm -hmm. We're not going to get into that today, Dawson. But right, you and I can, you and I could debate it out some point. Should we be the policeman in the world? Yeah. Sorry, I'm I'm really nuancing my views on Putin and stuff like that right now. Going nuts with knowledge. Okay. Mm. Pull up this article on uh, TruthHurtsNews.com, Dawson. Led ammo being banned to these left-wing Democrats, uh, one of them being Kelly Morrison, Dr. Kelly Morrison, who's <laughs> running for CD3. She is very likely to be the next congresswoman from Minnesota. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I think she's not on favorite in the Democrats, and this right. seat run, uh, leans more Democrat. Mm-hmm. So, and then unless Brad Kohler has something to say about it, and we just had Brad on the show uh, last week, so uh, sure, Brad's we'll got see. something to say about it. Yeah, so, absolutely. Is there enough that he can do about it? That's a more Democrat-leaning district, unfortunately. Could be run run by a uh, one by a Republican. I can't talk today. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I think my brain's not working accurately. Um, so Kelly Morrison wants. So she's one of the authors on this bill. What it does is it bans the use of lead ammunition, lead being very popular among sportsmen, um, both in the field, but also when it comes to target practicing. Um, This radical bill establishes a government-run ammunition buyback program that backers want to convince their colleagues to fund. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, guys like me that might, well, I mean, I don't have any lead ammunition anymore because, you know, I lost all that in a boating accident, but would be in for hundreds of dollars otherwise so the government would buy that back apparently yeah. buyback program is a terrible idea to make matters worse the bill prohibits the use and what of are lead- they going to do with it <laughs> you know let's say they do buy it back what are they going to do with all this uh environmentally unfriendly uh bullets you know what are Store they it in a cave somewhere with all the nuclear waste yeah I we're going to give it to ukraine I, you know <laughs> they, they'll, damn, they'll make something of it do. probably yeah how much uh 556 five, are they going to buy right yeah all right. Uh, I see Tucker's talking about Tad Jude is running in CD3. Yeah, yeah there's a so bunch Tad of Jude's different... Tad Jude's running uh, for another thing? How many yeah. Times, how many times is that guy going to run? I don't know <laughs> anything about the guy. Yeah, he ran is for he, attorney general, then Jesse, he ran is he for... Any interest? Uh, is there any, any interest in Tad Jude? I mean, what do we know about this guy? You know, he runs uh, for everything. He literally... What's, what's he going to do? Uh, I think he, next? he kind of is a social insider within the GOP. You know, based, you know, I, I've uh, interacted with him and his son before during previous campaigns. He's been friendly enough to deal with and uh, on the issues enough. Uh, but, you know, he was a judge. He, he obviously looks at things in a, in a lawyer's... Through a lawyer's eyes on a lot of Yuck. things. Uh, but, you know, he ran for attorney general. Then he ran for Hennepin County prosecutor. Uh, now he's running for CD3. There's a bunch of different Republicans. I, I don't know enough about each one of them individually to say that this is the person who I'm behind. You know, I, I liked getting to meet Brad Kohler. He seemed like a good guy. Uh, there might be other good candidates as well. I just, uh, I don't live in CD3, so it's not a district that I'm obsessed with looking into. Um, 
to make matters worse, the bill prohibits the use of lead ammunition on gun ranges in the state. However, according to the bill, it exempts peace officers, other government officials, or employees, or their agents. I love the exemption for uh, government. Mm-hmm. Lead ammunition is commonly used for target shooting and hunting. There's been a long-term ban on the use of lead ammunition for waterfowl hunting. Obviously, we know about this. you got to use steel shot for, uh, for waterfowl. Um, and, you know, there's actually debate on that. There really mm-hmm. is. And I don't know. I haven't done the full research, but it does seem a little goofy that your BBs ends up on the bottom of the pond or the lake and then a duck consumes it and dies. I think that it's one of those overreactions that happens yeah. all the time. By the way. I know you think ducks are trying to get fish, <laughs> you know, not, not yeah, well, they do to the scrape bottom. off snails and things like that at the bottom. Sure. So, you know, I understand that, but I, I don't know. I think it seems like. Maybe it happens to one or two, but I don't think it's a massive thing. Mm-hmm. By the way, the same bill wants to get rid of lead sinkers. Mm-hmm. Which and is that, that is nuts. That is nuts. That's, you know. Because what's the issue? We've been using lead sinkers forever. We mm-hmm. were talking about this in the show prep today. And I don't think they do this too often. Um, how much do you buy lead sinkers these days? You know, the little uh, slip sinkers? Oh, they're so cheap. Well, they are. But, I, you know, like you buy a pack of 100 and they last for a decade. Yeah, right. You know, the only reason I've bought them recently is you know you get to a certain age and you don't do much bobber fishing you know mm-hmm. and up here i guess you some river fishermen use sinkers but i'm using bigger bigger ones um but a little slip sinker is that a slip sinker i can't even remember the name of it but the ones with the little they look like a pac-man but they have the tail and i don't see the tail yeah. as much anymore maybe they still sell it but we used to always use our mouth to pry that bag open off the yeah, line. Yeah, right. So you're putting that lead in it. Now, I don't know. Am I dying from lead poisoning? I don't I know. I know. That, that's how I've done it every single time. So, you know, right. it's one of those things, you know, it's a temporary quick little exposure. I mean, I'm not saying people should be sucking on lead or anything. But, you know, it's one of those things that it's like it's not that big of a deal. And, you know, unless you got the most hypersensitive uh, body in the world, then you're not going to have any kind of weird reaction to it. It's a normal thing. Uh, so... But is it, if this was such a big issue, where are all the dead fish and all the big problems? Right, you know, is that it's got to be a big conspiracy. I know I've never seen I've never seen it be an issue for anything in my my entire but, life, and you know all this is going to do is give Karens and uh, busybodies all these loopholes to sit there and bother people who are just trying to enjoy themselves fishing, and then hey, is that lead on your on your rod? I mean, who gives a rip? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just going to give. Uh, Government officials and busybodies, more things to do, more things to ticket, more things to uh, try to infringe on people's rights and try and stop people from, you know, a simple activity like fishing. That's exa- You know, they, these people hate freedom. They, they, it's not about the environment. If it was about the environment, uh, you know, maybe we shouldn't have bombed uh, the Nord Stream pipeline. Uh, but that's the thing. You know, it's not about the environment for these people. Uh, they're behind. And, you know, that's also another thing. If, if, uh, if, if you're really about the environment, well, maybe we should be trying to end the war in Ukraine. Maybe we should be trying to end the war in Gaza. Because what is the biggest pollutant, uh, human-caused pollution of CO2? Military equipment. You know, I never thought of that, Jesse. Is this ban on fossil fuels going to also apply to our military during wartime? <laughs> of course not. Yeah, I mean... Because, no, it, it, of course, it's definitely not. We'll lose all the wars if we're relying on wind and solar energy. Mm-hmm. Of course we're going to use petroleum. Right. You know, that's I, what I fuels see. our tanks. Or yeah. are we so dumb that we're just going to try to have a bunch of electric cars? Yeah. And then we're going to get the energy Give for that. Break. Exactly. I never thought of that. That's true. That's how we turn the left anti-war. Mm-hmm. Dude, we should, we should start that. Oh, yeah. The anti, say, 
Save wars, the planet and yes, the wars. Wars Ooh. are the biggest damage or the biggest cause of climate change. Mm-hmm. And, and then we just make, and, it, and honestly, we don't even need to do much research. Literally, because I've been in the military. Mm-hmm. The base is run by diesel generators. Mm. The tanks, the trucks, the uh, jets, the freaking helicopters. Everything yeah. is petroleum-based. Mm-hmm. And it's ruining the damn planet <laughs> as they heat up the planet and the polar bears have to move south. Move yeah. north, sorry. Move north. I know which direction I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. See, something wrong with the brain today. It must be all that lead, right, Brad Cantor? <laughs> Maybe. So, anyhow, that's it. That's how we do it. We end the wars by cha- tying it to climate change. Now, mm-hmm. the left, they have their priorities. They have their priorities because we need to fight climate change. But the bigger threat is Vladimir Putin. Yeah. Because he's white. So there you go. That is, that's more important. We can temporarily let the temperatures rise. We can't tell you how much they're going to rise because right. And you know, remember the talking point for the Democrats is always we have ten years before irreversible damage. You know, (laughs) and it's always moving. You know, they always say ten more years, ten more years, ten more years, and you know. But that's the thing. Apparently, if we have ten years left to live, what are we going to spend our time doing? We're going to. Even we're going to shorten the amount of time we can live just so we can fight Putin. I mean, it shows these people don't even believe what they're uh, they, they don't even believe uh, what they're what they're spouting. Have you ever seen that South Park episode? This is like 15 years ago, and it's after the day after tomorrow came out. And so the whole premise was we're causing such damage to our planet that Earth's going to end, and it's going to happen two days before the day after tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they're like, wait a second, that's today. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. There's another good at South Park when the internet goes out. That's a good episode right there. Mm-hmm. And how they fix that at the end. Big Linksys router. It's hilarious. They just mm-hmm. unplug it, count to 10, and plug it back in. Um, Where was I going with this thing? I think we're on to something. Honestly, Jesse, we're on to something. Yeah. That's how we fix. We don't need to fix climate change. <clears throat> that's a big hoax. But we need to fix these wars, which really are damaging. It's really mm-hmm. here we're saving lives because people don't get bombed, right? Yep, save Useless the planet wars. and the wars. I'm I'm for it. Hmm. All right, Dawson can tell you how long before the oceans rise and how much. He has a report. That's right, odd one. Great point. No, Tucker, that's not what I meant. The Randy Marsh part. Let's keep this thing PG <laughs> rated, by the way. <laughs> was a funny part of that episode. But I was more alluding to how they solved the problem in the end. Yeah. Um yeah, where are we going from here? Are we done with lead ammunition? I'm pissed so. off about that, but I, I feel like I'm... Oh, I had a, I had a question Oh, yeah, you had that. something. That's um, what I was going to do. I can't... I, uh, I, I just didn't catch what Jesse said. You said something about it's natural was a line that you said. What, what did you I, say I before said, that? Oh, I, I don't know. I said the most... Are you talking about the climate change stuff where no, I no, said no. that... This was, this was with lead. I think it had to do with the sinkers and fishing. Oh, I think I said people naturally bite down on it or something like that. You know, and th- I've never heard of any kind of problem. I, I can't remember specifically what I said okay. if you're um, thinking of that. Don't eat lead. That's all I have to say about it. <laughs> yeah. Listen, kids, don't eat lead. Don't eat lead. That's bad for that's you. Yeah, I, I mean, who but can be against that? But, you know, but, but that's lead. the thing. We, we don't need the government to uh, be causing all these different right. things because we, we could always find a new thing to regulate. We can always find a new thing about safety. We can always find something to give the government more power over we the people and uh that's why we got to have almost a blanket refusal to almost all of it should should the government i haven't asked no this yet. they should shouldn't. the government no they should be able to increase taxes on cigarettes 
to no. try to get people off of them because it's unhealthy. You think? Well, you think you're gonna catch us saying increase taxes on yeah. anything? I don't. I think taxes are so, theft. Should, should the state government be able no to do that? taxes are theft i don't agree with taxes at all one bit the only reason i pay him is i don't want to go to jail okay like i let's die a little inside to... paying taxes and right. i can't figure out what tax is the worst obviously i think sales tax is probably the best Maybe. although it's a pain in the ass for people that sell and items especially in minnesota which is like is this item taxed i don't know read the book that doesn't even make sense yeah and it's yeah, so re- it's so convoluted but i'm gonna say it's either income tax because that's involuntary servitude mm-hmm. because you have to you have to provide your labor to earn income to live and then they think they get a claim to your income or is it property tax where you could just say listen i opt out of the system i have 50 acres i'm gonna live and homestead this but you still have to pay the government property taxes mm-hmm. yeah but i'm seeing tucker says hell no dawson and odd one said sin taxes are a theft and i agree with that and uh, the reason also to make about sin taxes, which sin taxes are the, uh, like you said, for cigarettes and whatnot, uh, you know, it's almost like a, a moral tax. And I don't think that uh, the government has the moral authority to uh, even suggest anything. I mean, anybody with a brain can say, oh, smoking's probably going to cause lung cancer for if you use it long enough. Uh, so anybody with a reasonable brain can tell you that for themselves. Uh, we don't need the government... Uh, trying to profit off of, uh, you know, and that, that's what it is. The government is giving themselves extra cash for people uh, committing, you know, moral problems like smoking a cigarette or something for things that are, are damaging. The government actually benefits even more from it with mm-hmm. these types of taxes. So, of course, I'm against it. Instead you know, of- I, I actually would wish we go back to the way we collected revenue at the start of this country, and it's all voluntary, lottery system. Because, you know, we still have a state lottery, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to gamble, go ahead. It's your choice. Yeah. Should or does a state government have the right to ban cigarettes? No. No. Why? Consenting adults can do what they want, even if it's harmful themselves. Okay. Especially who's the government to talk? They push products all the time that hurt you or kill you. Like, I don't know, the COVID jab? Yeah. Oh, we're off YouTube. The, the, the rights and, <laughs> but the rights and purpose of government is to protect freedom for the citizens, uh, defend it in, uh, in a proper jurisdiction, and uh, defend the country from uh, foreign, you know, foreign and uh, even uh, not just foreign, but even you know, homegrown terrorists and attacks and things like that. Uh, you know, be careful on that the, one there, Jesse. Right. Yeah. That, one's a little, that one's a gray area, but you know, that's, that's essentially... The purpose and utilization of government, they have absolutely no reason or purpose uh, to uh, be doing what you're just suggesting here. So, okay, and then I've got one last one. I don't know exactly where it is right now, but asbestos was like something that you would construct with a lot back in the day. I've yep. had to work in schools that have like asbestos. Li- Let me rant for just a quick second. Go ahead. My last job, I did a lot of construction stuff when it came, I was a low voltage technician basically. Um, and we went to a school once, it was really old, and we had to climb around in like this furnace basement type thing where it was just like giant pipes going around everywhere. And we had to be climbing up and around and all around this stuff, leading wires. And then I got out of it and I was like, man, that, that sucked. Like that was hot and stuff. And then the, the owner of the school was like, what were you doing in there? I was like, oh, my boss told me to just go in there and do this wire. And he's like, all of those pipes are lined with like pure asbestos hmm. and you have no safety gear on. And I was like, 
awesome. That's so cool. Okay, Watch but Brad anyway. Ganser right now. That explains so much that's wrong with Dawson. <laughs> so my question is, should the government be allowed to ban asbestos in construction? No, but if your employer puts you in a position where it harms you, he's liable for that. Well, but say a building is built with asbestos, which is dangerous to people, that's been proven. Is it... Yeah, I if, mean... Even if it's cheaper there, for there the is, business to there's use. There's civil issues here or actually even criminal too if you put someone in danger yes 100 percent. i just think mm -hmm. you're talking about the regulation yeah. standpoint so does it make is the I government mean, you can't it's, harm it's like another a, individual right it's almost a small issue because i mean i i can't imagine any new projects are using asbestos and th that's just also because you know obvious uh, you don't want to use it uh it's going to cause harm and problems but i mean th that's such a small peanuts regulation that it it would almost be irrelevant just because i think that that's how things are already being built. Yeah, uh, like you just don't want was. to. You just don't want to get so in the way of uh, builders and whatnot, so that you know you don't want to stifle people, uh, and you don't want to allow businesses to be stuck in a certain spot and not able to afford different supplies and everything. Uh, it's just a slippery slope. So once you start getting down those business regulations, uh, you just don't want to get too far down that rabbit hole. It's like seatbelt laws, like things that are common sense. People adapt because they you know have this thing where they don't want to die. Yeah. And uh, honestly, you can't harm another individual knowingly doing that, right? Actually, mm -hmm. there's even sometimes not knowingly negligence, right? That's doing, doing what? Putting on a seatbelt? Sorry, I was going back to asbestos oh. or any other case. Mm -hmm. You can't harm another individual. See, that's like the non-aggression principle libertarians believe is that you can't – you your liberty ends when you're aggressing upon a different person. Mm -hmm. Oddwin makes a, oh, a great point here. Says, "Well, the government approved asbestos first, <laughs> then they prohibited it. They don't get it right either." So I think that's a good point yeah, that's too. A great that point. you know, the government uh, has led us uh, led us uh, the wrong way multiple times before. So I uh, well, we can't okay. we can't take their word as uh, the golden truth. I would I would when it comes to asbestos specifically, that was a long time ago that they were like, "Yeah, we can allow this. It's fire retardant. It's good at this stuff." But then studies started coming out and saying, "Oh." This stuff literally kills you. And so they were like, okay, we learned that. You know, there's other times it. where the government approves products and they find out that it starts killing them and they have no problem. In fact, they keep telling you to get more boosters of it. Yeah. Like which one? The COVID shots. <laughs> I, yeah. We don't align. Not on only that, they bought. What do you mean we don't align? Do, do you think the COVID shot has killed people? There's like a mountain of evidence on there. Do you do? You, there's definitely vaccine Do you injuries. not believe that people have died from the COVID shot? I'm sure some people have, yeah. There, there's speculation why that is. Um, so it's 100% true, okay? Certainly people have been injured. We've had an injured person on this damn program. But uh, it could be certain, um, certain. Uh, what do they call those things? Batches? Batches isn't the right term, okay? But uh, I'm going to use batches because that's Doses, what, are, what are you thinking? Yeah, no, it's the batches. Like the, it's certain batches that were bad, okay? Yeah. And that could also be a storage issue. Another one was... When they inject uh, the um, the shot into you, and now I'm forgetting the name of it, but they're supposed to like pull back on the needle, right? Generally, so you're not in the vein. Well, for some reason, they didn't do that with COVID. They were actually advising not to do that. I can't think of the name right now. I'm not in the medical mm -hmm. industry, so bear with me here. But when you pull back, so if, if you were to inject the needle and it hit a vein, which means it's going through your bloodstream, Pulling back, and if it brought in a bunch of blood, suggests that you hit the vein. So that's – is it plunging? Is that what it is? Anyhow, so back plunge. I think that's the name of it. So mm -hmm. that's why – so they said not to do that with the COVID vaccine. 
So a lot of people probably had it injected, not a lot of people, but a certain percentage when they were going to administer the shot had that vaccine spread throughout the whole body. By the way, I shouldn't even be calling it a vaccine. It's not a vaccine. They changed the definition of vaccine to try mm-hmm. to make it fit. It's not a vaccine. So is right? it a vaccine by definition? The vaccine means that you actually can't, it's, it makes you, makes you immune to it. See, that was another thing. They lied about the immunity of it, and it wasn't yeah. even tested. So they initially said that, I mean, this is from Biden's own mouth. Mm-hmm. You can't get COVID if you get the shot. Yeah. Again, I don't give a flying fuck what a politician has to say about it. He, which they, we they were the ones on. who were proving Fa- it. So Fauci danced around yeah. that, which, by the way, he's a politician. Let's be honest. No, and it, it obviously matters if the president of the United States is lying about the shot and telling you you're going to get immunity from it. And then, you know, all these people are oh, so well, hopeful well, thinking, you know, OK, I'm going to get it so that I'm immune. I'm doing the right thing. Remember, and then you come to find out, no, you, you can still catch remember, it. Remember, we've looked, we've looked and tried to find any any time Biden had said this makes you immune, no, and we dude, couldn't find it. Maybe you can't find it, but I mean, we were any, in the boardroom together looking, and we couldn't find. No, it, I, I don't know what you're talking about because I mean, I've seen the video for myself. Yeah. I, I mean, you can you can find the video if you're thinking you uh, of, do some digging. Thinking maybe of, something else. No, you're thinking of Fauci. And, oh, the, do- and we've the do- doctor. We've yeah. dove into that. Fauci tiptoed around it. He so, was cl- so he said the right. He's thing. a clever guy. He said, "Oh, also, odd one, I." did already get the vaccine i got it when the first rounds of um you got johnson and johnson yeah you got the dna one not the mrna and i'm healthy healthy as a horse well it's probably because you got the j and j but not not everyone that got the mrna are in bad shape although some people would argue yeah you know i just saw a funny uh, i saw a funny tweet lord sugar i don't know if you know who he is he's basically like one of the trumps of uh the uk he used to run the uh the apprentice uk but i just saw a tweet by him where he says uh, I just caught COVID, and I took six shots of Pfizer, you know? And it's like, that's what you get, man. You're falling yeah. for all this stupidity, you know? It's like, no wonder, you know? And, you know, I could tell he was finally waking up a little bit. Like, you know, what was the point of all those shots? I still feel sick as a dog. So, uh, you know, some people are slowly waking up to all it. All right, I got to ask you a question, though. Are you are you saying right now no one's died from the COVID vaccines? No. Sorry, the COVID that's shots? That's not what I said either. I'm asking you. So people have died from the COVID shots. Some people have, I'm sure. Some people have. Okay. Do you think it, it's a decent size amount of people, though? How How am I supposed to know? Well, that's a fair point. Yeah. How are we supposed to know? <laughs> they very much underreport that data. But you can at least admit that people have died from getting that vaccine. I bet that people have died from getting flu vaccines. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. For any any vaccine, any shot, or anything, people are going to have negative bad reactions and that's why it's not useful or helpful well, to so, mandate it well, on a general so public we go back to the point you're making dawson the Wait, government so, on, told people to get a vaccine and it killed them jesse jesse just said that all vaccines are bad no i said that all vaccines cause problems for someone every single body yeah, is so, different so, every body reacts to different things right. so uh the polio vaccine might be great for you it might hurt me so all kinds of things like that What's the difference with a COVID vaccine? I'm saying it's COVID the COVID vaccine doesn't do anything. Yeah. The, the first, the COVID vaccine doesn't give you immunity. It doesn't give you, uh, you know, any kind of uh, anything to prevent you from catching COVID again. I, yeah. I don't even buy their bullshit that it reduces hospitalization. That data wasn't really solid either. Mm-hmm. There was maybe some, and this is, this could be debatable, some efficacy to the vaccines early on. And hospitalizations, but that data seems very questionable as well. It does not stop hospitalizations. That became very apparent to everybody. 
It does not give you immunity. That's clear to everybody. It doesn't stop or slow the spread, which was also sold to us. It wasn't even tested for that initially. Um, it actually has many adverse effects. Now, why that happens, that's um, that's left up to speculation at this point because you know there's no appetite for studying that. You understand that, right? There's no appetite by government or the institutions that are funded by pharmaceutical companies to study that. I, but it's 100% true. I want to say I gave that two is, good reasons why it could be true. I want to say that it's interesting how so many people that are vaccine injured end up being anti-vaxxers or not enjoying the vaccine in the first place or are Republicans. Wait, say that again. You're saying people that gets injured, you're shocked that they are skeptical of vaccines after. What are you saying? Typically, No, typically most of the stories that I have seen and I work here and believe it or not, we don't have a lot of lefties running around. Um, they, <laughs> they, they tend up being right leaning, right? And they don't like COVID um, mandates, stuff like that, but they get it and then they get vaccine injured, that kind of thing. No, I mean, political persuasion has nothing to do about whether or not someone gets injured from the COVID vaccine. I think that it can. I think that people can say, I got the vaccine and then I got sick the next day. I got vaccine injured. That's what a vaccine does. It gives you the virus and then you Uh, get over it. But I wouldn't call That's not a vaccine injury. No, 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 no. That's what traditional vaccines do. The mRNA did not give you the virus. Not at all. See, they ch- that's that's my point is they changed the definition. I'll look it up. No, it's, you, go ahead and look it up. That's not mRNA, mRNA technology. Mm-hmm. They manipulate a spike protein, which was common with uh, with COVID. That's what the mRNA, M- I don't know why I can't say it, mRNA technology did. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a dormant or dead uh, virus, which is what generally is the case. Mm-hmm. So it took DNA from the virus? And no, then- they cre- no, it manipulated a spike protein. It resembles. Do you, do, do you even know what that is? Yes. Well, I don't, what is a spike protein? I, I don't know how to explain right. that, but obviously we know what a protein is, right? A, pro, a protein molecule. Mm-hmm. So that's what it was doing: it was manipulating the virus. This is a very I, new I think, technology. I think that it's not. And by the way, the new technology wasn't tested at all in any realm in right. humans. And the big conspiracy is the government needed to. Needed emergency authorization to usher in these mRNA. God, I keep wanting to say they vaccines, ab- but they're not vaccines. Right, that they then you're giving up the day, argument to rem- them. Remember, they approved it days after the election, too. You know, right. so, so it was all it was all political. And that was it Trump. Was all, yeah, that right. Was Trump. Well, you know, it, that th- that's the thing. It wasn't necessarily Trump. Trump was just trying to get this thing over with, get something done. And, uh, you know, the, the elitist scientists behind it all. They were the ones who say, okay, let's see. Okay, he lost the election. Boom, we're good to go. We're this ready to the, set this thing up. This is the argument against Trump is he got duped by the medical bureaucracy once. Can he get duped again? I, that's actually a point that I think that Trump doesn't have much fault in. Like, he got duped by scientists who study this stuff. Okay, for I'm sorry. We have to take this interruption. There, You have to read the... Uh, the Rumble Rant, Jesse. Oh, yeah. Let's see here. I, I switched over to uh, <laughs> Facebook there. Uh, let's see here. Brad Ganser, $10 Rumble Rant, Operation Warp Speed. Trump should have to have some complicity in the vaccine injuries. I mean, <laughs> you know, that's the thing. If Trump was a if Trump was some kind of expert, you know, but let's remember it was the FDA that was the one that approved of but the see, COVID vaccine. You know, Jesse, I'm going to give I'm going to push back on you there for a second. I'm sorry. We're going to go into extra hours here over time. This is a Super Bowl. But you would also accuse Biden 
Biden's even less cognizant than Here's the thing. Donald Trump. Trump never mandated, and Trump was never going to mandate. I know, but if that we, wasn't the argument to, you no, just no, made. We, we live in different universes here because if the reality was that Trump was president uh, throughout this entire time, you know, the, the 2020 election wasn't stolen. Let's imagine a scenario where he's the president while the vaccine distribution is underway. I mean, first of all, the majority of liberals wouldn't even be really, uh, really willing and able to get it right away. So there would have been a whole different type of narrative. Uh, and then on that top of that, interesting, you know, right? <laughs> I think if he had won, they would have held back the vaccine even longer. So, you know, maybe they were going to do some more well, studies on, on it. See, and would they, though? Because, OK, I'm not in the. I'm not in the the camp of this is a massive conspiracy to depopulate the, the the world, okay? But if that's the case, who cares if Trump's in charge? We want to carry on our mission. I think it was more profit chasing by the big pharmaceuticals. Yeah. And it might be long-term profits because if we can get this mRNA technology through now, all the potentiality of that in the future is massive, massive Right, profits, okay, but let's imagine you're president, okay? If you're president... Uh, and you know, we, you know, before this whole thing, before COVID, oh, hold on I'd never heard of MRNA Dawson, technology Dawson, before. Uh, can you let Ben in? Uh, I, we're going over and I got a two thirty. just let him in. He can come see the operation. Um, all right. So sorry. You were saying, I'm sorry. The camera's gonna be stuck on me. Yeah. <laughs> I totally realized we are a three man show today and, uh, I got somebody at the front door, so we're just going to let him, uh, come into this, the control room. No, let him in the control room. Let him in the control room. Ben, we're still on air, so uh, now nah, he's he's shy. Ben, we're still on air. We're just wrapping up here, so get it. You get a watch. You get a watch from the control room. Isn't that great? There you go. If you don't want to be on camera, stick away from Dawson, though. Do you want to be on camera? Do you mind? No, thanks. You know, I knew, I knew he was gonna say that. He doesn't want to be. He's incognito. Mm-hmm. We'll wrap up here. What were but you yeah, saying? Brad Ganser said Kamala initially refused to consider the vaccine because it was pushed through by True Trump. Story. So, you know, th- that's the thing. It would have been a whole different situation if Trump was uh, still the president during all that time. Uh, you know, and especially when he wasn't trying to mandate it ever. Uh, that was never his intention. I can't I can't blame him. And if you were the president at the time before we had learned anything about mRNA shots or anything like that, before any of that was, you know, common public knowledge. Uh, as a president, you would be saying, absolutely, let's develop a vaccine that's going to provide immunity. That was the impression that Trump was under. That was the uh, things that he was pushing them to do. We, of course, we want a president who's saying, you know, forget the red tape. We're going to get this thing through. We're, we're going to create a great vaccine. You know, that, that was Trump's goal. Uh, and I don't blame him for what the elitist scientists did. Uh, you know, of course, it would have been better if uh, these COVID shots were never brought into the world. And it would have been better if... Uh, you know, they had been developed so that immunity is actually created when you take the vaccine or when you take the shot. Uh, but unfortunately, we're in the situation where we are now. And I, I just can't find in my heart to blame President Trump for that. Well, we got to end it there. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I can't believe we got on that topic and how we got there was interesting. And this is probably our biggest contention here on set because mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Maga Jesse, Trump's always playing 40 chess. This is my biggest issue against Trump, by the way, probably the biggest issue against Trump. That and all the uh, deficit spending. Anyhow, that's not the point of show. Be ready for the next outage. Have your communication devices, alternate communication devices, food storage, water storage, all that kind of stuff. Be prepared, right? That's why I was so excited to talk about the show and the AT&T outage because maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's Chinese hackers. It doesn't look like a solar flare, but mm-hmm. the next incident could be much worse. You better be prepared. Thank you to our Rumble Runners, everyone that liked and subscribed to the show. 
Uh, we'll be back on Tuesday at 1 o'clock. That's caucus day, Tuesday at 1 o'clock. Take care. God bless you.